0: Hello and welcome to the Pre-Quali Podcast, our first episode, and uh, it is just after qualifying for the British Grand Prix. Uh, we've got the race tomorrow, so we're going to get this out just beforehand. And with me today are three, three, two other guys. Uh, we've got uh, Elliot and Jay. So Elliot, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Elliot, uh, also known as Pi. I am a Haas fan. A Haas and really. I mean, we are a high quality of people, are we not?
2: <laughs>
1: <Sorry. clears throat> um, been so a fan of F1, of course, for the longest time in my life. Um, what else can I say about myself, really? Besides, obviously, being fan of the greatest team out there.
0: Hmm... Debatable, but uh, you know, I think the stats don't lie. But uh, the stats rarely favour me, so I'm willing to look past them. Um, <laughs> okay, and uh, Jay, just introduce, introduce yourself.
3: Yeah, so I'm Jay. I usually go by diamond mind That's my username. Um, I um, don't really have a specific team I support, but I don't like Mercedes, so that's the stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, you've lived in Wales too much. That's their thing, isn't it? It's the uh, the old anyone but England. Uh, yeah,
3: mentality. pretty much.
0: <laughs> no that's fair enough uh, you know you usually go by uh, go with Ferrari in our in our league don't you um, it definitely seems like there's a bit of a, a fanboy there at least but uh, no not not supporting Mercedes is a very valid strategy and um, you know that's something that we'll, we'll talk about soon because they they had an interesting day um, I think if we look at uh, their Q1 performance they did uh, they did manage to sneak through but they didn't look particularly strong did they
2: mm, no they
1: did not did they Uh it was what it was P7, and I don't remember where George Russell actually ended uh, the session. However, weren't they talking about all their uh, great big upgrades that they'd brought that they expected to, you know, give them not necessarily race winning uh, sort of capabilities, but definitely they were aiming for podiums. I'd say.
0: Yeah, and then the first thing that they did, the second that the race or the, the qualifying session started, was uh, was Hamilton spinning before he'd even set a time. Yeah, That's quite of <laughs> Set the tone, really, didn't it? <laughs> it um, definitely did. Yeah, and we had a we had a, a decent amount of um, interchangeability with the weather as well, which was which was really cool to see. We had that massive rush of uh, of drivers trying to get laps done before the rain, but then it didn't didn't, didn't kind of matter in the end, did it? it the rain kind of came and went. Um, I think the uh, you know uh, the, the the changing conditions threw people a little bit. But uh, it, there was that massive, massive glut of people going in towards the end. The times tumbling constantly. Um, so yeah, it was it was really good from from uh, from a spectator's point of view. Um, and um, I, I mean, what what would you who would you say was the sort of uh, you know main standout driver from that first session?
3: Um, probably not for good things, but I say Magnus, considering he started the chaos. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, why don't you tell us tell us more. Uh so Magnuson, and here's the reason we ended up having a three minute shooter at the end of qualifying one because uh as he was coming around on his in lap I believe, I'm not sure. Mm. Might have been his lap. but one of the laps, um everything turned off. Uh literally everything. <laughs> the engine went off and he couldn't turn it back on again, so the whole session got red flagged. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. and it kind of—I I mean, I—I I, I like it when there's a red flag in the middle of quality. I think that last couple of minutes of just pure adrenaline of people who haven't managed to get their bank collapsing or um, people who who are now at risk—you know there's the change of tires. Everyone else is—are they going to be changing onto onto the fresh softs or not? Um, I think I think it adds a lot of uh, a, a lot of excitement in personally.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, Well, I mean, as
1: as the fans, we always enjoy that extra bit of drama, do we not?
3: Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's it,
0: exactly.
3: We all saw the uh, time towers tumbling as uh, Perez went first, only to drop all the way down to 16th by the time everyone else had finished their laps.
0: I know, and that's just incredible. Is that four times now that he's been out in Q1? Um,
3: Five times Q2, twice Q1, I think. In, In a Red Bull, though, that's unforgivable.
2: It's
1: I mean, definitely if... shocking. Um, I think I was talking to one of my friends, or I might have actually mentioned it in our uh, our calm F one Discord, that Perez really does seem to want um, for Daniel Ricardo to have a seat next year. Does he not?
0: <laughs> He's not giving them much of an excuse to to keep him, really. And is is he? I mean, uh, we were saying a minute ago um, about about Helmut Marko as well. Um, I'll, I'll let you go through the quote, but. Well, yeah, nice. so this
1: uh, this was from Fastest Pit Stop on Twitter. They had stated um, something that Dr. Helmut Marko had said about Perez on Sky Germany, uh, saying, quote, there's no one available who could replace Perez. He performs well in the races, in contrast to Nick DeVries. Now, that is that is some fiery, <laughs> fiery claims right there. I mean... It's heartbreaking for DeVries. Uh, you know, we all understand that... A rookie season can be difficult, right? It just so happens that DeVries performed well in the Williams um, last year when he stood in for uh, Albon, I believe it was, and you know, just seeing him, arguably in the worst car on the grid at the moment, seeing him just not perform to the level that they might have expected, yeah, it's heartbreaking because it really could mean that he only gets that one season
0: and and that would be a massive shame wouldn't it he he did so well with uh, formula e and with his his junior career in the junior formula e. and i was so excited when he joined i i i saw him in the uh getting his chance in the williams picking up the points and i was so excited when i heard alpha tauri had picked him up but i mean at, what's he now 28 i think he, you know he's definitely coming to that kind of he needs to either make it now or the opportunity is probably gone um, and can you see anyone else that that would take him if he is dropped? Is there anyone else that's crying out for a new driver? I Especially mean, not one that's failed at, yeah. uh, at He
1: definitely wouldn't end up managing to make it to one of the uh, one of the you know sort of midfield teams. I think if he's dropped from alfatari that's either the end of his career hmm. because he is at that age where it is it is a make it or break it moment, is it not? So he has to either work it out with AlphaTauri or there might be a potential for him to move, let's say, in theory. Okay. Yeah. Completely just going out of the blue. Let's say Williams uh, or uh, Alex Albon leaves Williams for a better team. Let's say. Okay. Let's say, in theory, Perez loses his seat, right? Albon potentially could regain it. I mean, he previously raced in the Red Bull, and he's showing that he's very good in the Williams, which is arguably still one of the worst teams performance-wise on the grid. So if there was an opening there, I would say that's the best shot that uh, De Vries has, although I have a strong feeling that if there was an opening at Williams, uh, Mick Schumacher would be uh, would be brought back in there.
0: Do you reckon as part of a Mercedes deal of some sort maybe?
1: I I think so for sure. I mean it I think it would be amazing to see Mick Schumacher race again. I feel like his F1 career got ended a little bit abruptly. I understand that, you know, he had a bit of a habit of crashing out in the Haas, but you know, it, that's almost <laughs> to be expected when you're still sort of Haas, learning the way. And it's <laughs> it's a Haas. I mean, I will forever suckle upon the great feeling that is copium. You know, I will always, I will always hope for uh, the Haas to be at the point of glory that it deserves to sit in. But yes, it's a Haas. Realistically, especially in 2022, it was much better than 2021 car, but it was still nowhere compared to the other cars on the grid.
0: And uh, looking at the other cars on the grid, I mean, you mentioned Williams there. Um, I
3: mean, Jay, what do you think about
0: Williams' performance today?
3: Oh, um. It's very impressive, is what I'm going to say. Uh, both the drivers got into Q2. I can't remember the last time that happened. And Albon got into Q3 for what I believe is the third time in a row. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: And having having in the free practice sessions finished, was it three three and two?
3: Yes, uh, that I was mean, in one of them.
0: Yeah, and we definitely, I mean, I, I, maybe it's the copium a little bit, but um, <laughs> I was kind of hoping a little bit more uh after after seeing that but eighth i think they're going to be thrilled with that aren't they absolutely
1: i also p14 for logan Sargent. that's by far the best qualifying he's ever had i think in f1
0: yeah and he's been looking good as well actually i mean he's definitely been off the pace when it comes to to matching albon but i think he's managed to he, he you can see him getting better by race by race Definitely, um, you can see that he is starting to come into his own. The nerves maybe are starting to uh, to, to vanish a little bit. I mean, I'm just uh, gonna have a quick look here at his his, his results so far. Uh, still yet to get his points, um, and, but he does he does seem to be getting more confident. He's making fewer mistakes as well, which is the the key thing, I think. And um, going, I mean, going into uh, the the other drivers, I'm holding the best for last at the moment
3: because um, well I aware. know I
0: know you can uh, you can feel my anticipation. Um, um, but Ferrari, <laughs> what, <laughs> what do we think about Ferrari, guys? What what, what are your thoughts? <laughs>
1: well, uh, I mean, considering how powerful they were last year, and I don't want to say how much of a bottle job they've pulled out of it, but you know. Considering where they were at with the new regulations, the fact that this year they're being outpaced and they're not that they're in four and five in qualifying, yeah. it just seems a little bit of a disappointment. I'm sure. I mean, Carlos Sainz is clearly a little bit over it from what we've heard on the radios. Um, yes, yeah. And Leclerc, I mean, God, he must be he must be almost as heartbroken as the tafosi are.
0: Yeah, I mean, what we heard on the radio uh, for anyone that didn't see. Um, was Sainz complaining that Ferrari were prioritizing getting Leclerc out of the garage um, which compromised Sainz's uh, tyre temperatures while he was the driver at risk he was the the driver who had the lowest time um, and had the most to lose by uh, not setting a better time thankfully he did I mean again I'm a McLaren fan I have a soft spot for for Sainz I, I think it's hard not to really yeah, you can't, um, he you can't a the
1: smooth operator no.
0: <laughs> thoroughly lovely guy <laughs> um and you know it was it was good to see them um sort of or see him get that time at least uh p five having won it last year, you know it's not where they want to be, but it's definitely it's better than we've seen from them in previous seasons you know a few years ago they would have killed for a p five here definitely a p four five sorry
1: I will say as well. Uh, going to your point of uh, science complaining, I think that's we're going to see more of this. As Vasser, uh, Frederick Vassar, when he joined the team, clearly stated that in his mind there has to be a number one and a number two driver. And I think he has yeah. just relegated science to the number two driver, which I think is a great shame. Because
0: I mean, is that fair? No. Uh, looking at looking at the actual uh, constructors championship. He's I mean I'm I'm going to get I I I did have these up a second ago uh uh for...
3: Sainz is ahead of Leclerc by about 10 points right now Yes he is
0: So is that fair to be relegated to the second driver especially when you know they have been prioritizing Leclerc and yet Sainz is still outperforming him What does he have to do
1: Well it's a difficult one isn't it I I I think there's sort of a bias in that situation just because of how well Leclerc was performing last year and I think that's Mm. sort of I don't want to say you know pushed Ferrari to choose Leclerc over science but it really does seem that way Um, I hope that we're wrong in that situation that they really aren't picking favorites because we have seen in the past when, you know, you've got two very good drivers that are fighting potentially for wins or a championship. Not in this situation, of course, sadly. Um, but when you see situations like that and a number one driver is picked, just the whole relationship from driver to team and driver to driver is just completely destroyed. I mean, look at Hamilton and Rosberg, you know?
0: but that did give us one of the best seasons i can remember in the last few years. Definitely uh, <laughs> was
1: definitely was a season for the fans. I mean, i think that's one of the sort of issues that we're facing now with F1 is it's i don't know. It, it's getting a little bit boring again. At least this is for me personally. It's getting a little bit boring again just seeing, you know, oh, well, it's Verstappen and first again. All yeah. props to him. He's an amazing driver in the best car on the grid. He deserves to win by ridiculous margins because that's just where he stands, right? So there's yeah. nothing you can really say to go, "Oh well, it's just it's just cost, cap and it's and it's you know he's not even a real person. He's an AI, whatever you know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's well deserved winning in a well deserved championship. That's,
0: that's it, and that's why it's so frustrating, I think, because. You yes, you do want the best person to win. Ultimately, that's that's the whole point of um, of the competition. But you don't want it to be a walkover. Um, there has to be some sort of fault. <laughs> he has to suffer. You know, we like our heroes to have had to had to work for it. And yes, I mean, this is his first championship. Some people will argue. They'll argue what they're going to argue, right? I don't want to go into it too much, <laughs> um, but you know the rest of it he's just he's just winning he's just there is no you know he's not even being challenged by his teammate as we went into a minute ago it's it's i'm starting to find it a bit boring i mean when we were going into um, going going into it on the discord earlier everyone was saying lando pole lando pole because you you know you assume don't you you assume that this happens going to be first
1: of course it's it's there would have to be something either wrong with the car or he must have something wrong with him like properly like injured can't race whatever for the for the odd situation to happen where Verstappen won't end up um (laughs) you know in pole yeah Um, was it not last week's race as well at the Austrian GP where Verstappen just pitted for softs towards the end because he had such a large lead
0: such a power move
1: it's crazy i mean (laughs) I, i can't believe that he's not just a bit bored just sort of sitting in the front 30 seconds ahead of everyone else i
0: mean that's that's it that's what i keep saying at the moment is that i want one of two things to happen i want either him to decide actually you know what i'm gonna go for the triple crown because it would be nice to see him in a series where i could support him um but the, other, the alternative is I want him to have an accident. I don't want to have him hurt. I want him to be perfectly fine. You know, that, like that picture of the Ferrari, which I'll put up on the screen now. The picture of the Ferrari with the guy whose legs are just hanging out of the front. Oh, um, he's perfectly okay. The legs are just there. And you're like, how did he get into this position? Oh, correct. But I want that to happen to him. And I want it to scare the absolute daylights out of him to the point where he doesn't want to race anymore.
1: I don't that sounds that harsh. It's it <laughs> it a little question. bit harsh. I don't think you're gonna be very popular with the listeners but by look. saying something.
0: <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Okay, if we're gonna get Lando his first win, we need to get Max out of the way.
1: <laughs> so, what you're proposing is we sneak onto the paddock, right? No, I don't want
0: us to do anything no, no, no. because then we, we have no, a chance to get him caught. Up, here
1: we sneak onto the paddock, and we just, you know, saw into his suspension just a little.
2: Bit. Just a little mm, bit. No, okay, uh, mm,
1: mm. Real left, just a little mm. bit. Just like barely enough to where you can't even notice it, and then suddenly snap. Oh shit, that, that off he see, goes. Nah, no, uh,
3: it'll, go, it'll, it'll break through cups and it'll just crash again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What
0: you <laughs> what you've just done now though is you have incriminated yourself if this does happen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. I am so far
1: away from any race potentially happening for me. Yeah. i d I'm yeah. safe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um I mean it's good to see a, a really good car, um, and it's good to see you know, it is it is great watching him drive. It is a he's clearly the best driver there. You c- they will say he is one of the best ever because, I mean, he is, right? Um, He's
1: already got two championships that, I yeah. mean, even winning just one already puts you up there as one of the greatest because it takes so much just to win.
0: It's just very boring to watch. Definitely,
1: which is why <laughs> the midfield is so much more interesting. I mean, especially now, you know, we've got Aston Martin coming out of nowhere. You know, the 2021 and 2022 cars were absolute dogs. Let's not, you know, faff about here. They were awful. And then they come into 2023 with just this suddenly, you know, podium winning car with a Fernando Alonso that I've never seen before. You know, that just, it, it's like he's alive again. And it's amazing to see. Yeah.
0: I, I remember someone the other day saying, Fernando Alonso is having the time of his life. And I was like, are "You you sure about that? Maybe, you know, <laughs> you forgetting his... The time he won the championship twice. Um, it yeah, I mean, happy. He, he's having yeah.
1: the best season since he went away from, from. Uh, it was called Renault at the time, wasn't it?
0: He went out to Le Mans, Le, Le Mans that he went to do, didn't he? Oh, well, yeah, so he didn't he Le Mans. I mean, that was in
1: 2019, was it not? But I'm yeah. to, I mean, he didn't exactly seem to enjoy himself much at Ferrari, I would say. definitely or Alpine. Well, Alpine, yes, but then, sorry to sort of interrupt your glorification of McLaren, but his <sighs> season there was not exactly great. Was it not you as well that said he's about to score this season more points than he did for his, the entirety of his time at McLaren? Yes.
3: Yeah, but didn't oh, but he have a not... different point system then?
0: No, no, his, his first season where he was competing with Hamilton... He got more points than he has now. But, sure. uh, well, less points, sorry. But he they did use a different point system then. They used the 10, 8, 6, 4, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his 20, it was, I think it was 2013 to 15 or some, something along those lines. No, was it more recent than that? 15 to 18. 15 to 18, sorry. Um, you know, yeah, he, did, he didn't He did do particularly well. That's where we got the GP2 engine. Uh, One moments. of the courts of all time. Yeah. But I mean, on, on the... Uh, the topic of Fernando Alonso Um, Jay what what, what do you make of his performance today
3: today specifically um, he expected better things I think we all expected him to do a little bit better but yeah he did outperform his teammate again I believe I've lost the uh, results
1: he came P9 Stroll P12
3: yeah so he would have been he's not happy with that but that's reasonable he has qualified on the front row before this season, and I wouldn't be happy with that either, but it's not like so, he's doing terribly.
0: No, but what do you think is uh, is happening? I mean, what what has happened the last few races for him? Because he, he was doing so, so well, but it does seem like it's dropped off. I mean, third, 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 fourth, third, second, seventh, second, fifth is, I, mean, I suppose that's not so bad, but it does, it feels like he's dropping off. His qualifying performances aren't uh, aren't doing as well. He's more relying on catching up during the race now.
1: If I'm honest, I think that may just be down to the fact that other teams are now bringing in major upgrades and uh, correct me if I'm wrong but Aston Martin has either yet to do so or they've brought in nothing notable really. You took
3: the words right out of my mouth. Yeah.
1: yeah. So <laughs> I think the That's issue terrible. is that the Aston Martin car this year is basically at the same specification it was at Towards the start, and it's just that the rest of the field has now, you know, picked up their pace and is actually, you know, fighting
0: for that. And Stroll another Q two exit. It's it's sort of it's a similar story to uh, to to Perez, isn't it? It, When your your teammate is constantly getting into Q three, is it really good enough? I I know he's you know Daddy's boy and all that sort of thing, but it's is it really? I mean. Lawrence Stroll has to answer to investors at some point, right? Of course. They're, they're not going to keep throwing money at the problem and uh, if the problem is his son.
1: I would argue, though, I would argue, though, that we're seeing Lance Stroll perform much better this season than he has in pretty much most previous seasons, at least the ones I've paid attention to with him. You know, <laughs> last season, again, it was down to the car mostly. I mean, even Fettel mm. wasn't exactly having a good time, and we yeah. know the caliber of racer that he is, so uh but you know you saw last season where he basically i think never got into q2 even so the fact that he's at least now pretty much consistently getting into q2 with the occasional q3 is amazing and it's a great improvement compared to where he's been at before
0: well i mean he, he if, we, if we look at um, 2020 back when it was racing point he was getting podiums i mean if he, uh, was it secure where perez won his grand prix Oh yeah, he did. He he, got, he came third. Um, I think he came third at Monza as well. Um, my memory's a bit fuzzy. That I, I think it was Monza. Um, you know, he is he he can do it. It's he did get, just...
3: uh, sorry. He did get pole at Turkey as well that year, didn't he?
0: He did. Yes. Yeah. So it's not that he doesn't have the ability. He just doesn't seem to be able to put it all together. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that's if that is an, a bit of an added pressure from it from you know the position that he's in. I don't know if it's just that that you know the car that that that's where the car is supposed to be and Fernando is just that much better it's it's one of those things that's really tough to say he's only in the last few years driven alongside world champions um so it, it's hard to to gauge I mean Vettel and Alonso Vettel, sure Vettel was coming to the end of his uh his his dominance but he's I mean still
1: an excellent driver compared to a few of the others at the time
0: he was, uh, but for I mean, for example, in that season where um, where he got those podiums, Sergio Perez finished fourth in the drivers' championship, yep. having missed two races as well, uh, and Stroll I think eleventh. Uh, so yeah. you know he has always been behind his teammate, uh, which just it's not good enough where Nast and Martin are. You know if they're serious about breaking into the the top uh, top two or three teams.
1: They're gonna eventually have to think about potentially, yeah. you know, relegating yeah.
0: Stroll. I, it would be a shame. You to know, bring I it mean... back to um to the to the British Grand Prix, which is what we're talking about, twelfth isn't good enough.
1: Definitely not. <laughs> That's
0: the kind of long and short of it really.
1: However, say uh, since you mentioned the driver's standings, I mean Lance Stroll at the minute is in P eight. He is, however, twenty eight points behind George Russell in seventh. But mm. he's still higher up now in the driver's standings than he has been previously.
0: Yes, so, but is that is that enough? No. Compared His to Fernando
1: Alonso points. is at, mm. compared to where Alonso is at, I, it's definitely not enough. And it's going to be a certain point, yeah. dare I say, a breaking point, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Lauren Stroll is just going to have to say, all right, Sorry, son, but we—if we're going to be serious about actually being championship contenders—you're going to have to do better, or we're going to bring in a better driver.
0: And the other thing to look at as well is, so my my sister, who will be on this podcast eventually, she she works for Aston Martin, and um, most teams do have obviously a bonus structure that they work to uh, for their based on their positions. Um, I think I can't I don't know if I can say the full value of, of it I don't know if um, I, I don't want to get it wrong either uh, but it is a couple of grand for for the different positions how many people within the team are going to be pissed off if all of their hard work is kind of thrown away by uh, by Lance? I mean if they if Lance was picking up the same sort of numbers of points as uh, as Alonzo was they would easily be on around 300 at the moment. Or two fifty maybe uh, at a push, it, which it, yeah, you know,
1: it could definitely sow some resentment for him uh, amongst the people that work there. Never mind just the investors who have put you know millions into this company.
3: Yeah, and it.
0: the fans Anyone? as
3: well.
0: Yeah, and and the fans as well, which you know that's that's a key part of their strategy, isn't it? It's trying definitely. to uh, get back into the the, the British racing limelight. I mean, appealing um, to
1: the fans as well clearly has been important to you know Fernando Alonso. Uh, he's had quite the active social media recently, has he not?
0: He has. I'm not going to lie. I <laughs> love watching those uh, the, the TikToks. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, moving on. Um. I feel like we've been on ass and Martin for a while now. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've got a couple of teams left that I, I want to talk about. I know we had planned to go uh, Q1, Q2, Q3. We've, we've thrown that out the window now this is, this is now free this is freeform um, freeform is always fun which is yeah I mean it sets a precedent as well um, so I mean if we're looking now at uh, Haas is, is the one I'm going the team I'm going to, to pick at random because the best of course, uh, of course. Yeah, for no reason yes so the best um, 19th and 11. <laughs> and 11th what happened do we, tough, what do we think
3: Oh, no, I'm looking at uh, standings.
1: So. 11th though. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's always a difficult one to say, isn't it? Uh, Haas, much as I love them, they don't have the same facilities, do they, to other teams, You know, to to the high-end teams. And it's a bit difficult, considering where they've been and where they want to go, hmm. to sort of say, all right, this is the season, even though it seems to be every season we say, this is oh, the every season. every season is the season, yeah. I'm sure you can relate as a McLaren <laughs> fan.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I'm riding high at the moment mate. I can't relate to that at all. <laughs> I know very well. I've been the same previously when we
1: had a Magnuson P2 uh was it?
0: Yeah, it was P2 um, in
1: a qualifying session.
0: Yeah, and he uh, got the pole last year didn't he we, as well in yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Brazil. That's yes. it. So, so it's not Brazil anymore is it? It's Sao Paulo now.
1: That's it, Sao Paulo. So what do we see like situations like that? I just... I don't know. It It makes me happy to be a fan of this team. But hmm. going back to the sort of what happened, I mean, I, I will admit I didn't watch the uh, qualifying as I didn't get the chance to, but I have a certain gut feeling that tells me that potentially the... Uh, the red flag might have caused a little issue, a little confusion in the garage.
0: Well, I can definitely tell you that the red flag did affect the team because it, I think it was uh, it was Magnussen that caused the red flag. Yes, one on the drivers. So that definitely, definitely had an impact. Um, <laughs> and, and then Hulkenberg, yeah. he he was what was he? It was um, about a hundredth of a second off. Sorry, no, about half half a tenth. Couple of hundredths of a second off. Yeah, the
1: one twenty eight eight yeah. compared to Gasly's
0: 128.7. Is that is that acceptable to you as a fan? Is that where you picture him? Is that no, where, you, where no. you're happy with? We've them?
1: seen him. We've seen him qualify higher. Uh, and I I really would like to see the Haas boys really qualify. I, I mean, at least get both into Q two regularly, which they do manage most of the time. I like to say uh, mm-hmm. this might be the copium talking, but I'm not sure. I would like to see more Q3 appearances for Haas. They c- they clearly have it in them. I mean, they've got they've got a Ferrari engine, which besides potentially it blowing up every once in a while is a very good engine. <laughs> they've got a promising you know chassis that could work quite well. I mean, I'm pretty sure at this point every chassis is essentially based off of the uh, Red Bull from last year. But
0: why not? Why not?
1: Well, it would make sense. Everyone would copy Adrian Newey. I mean, this is why Adams has said, you know, not to bring to bring him in here. Uh, he has said previously that Adrian Newey should just be, you know,
0: communal resource.
1: That's it—a communal <laughs> resource for everyone. I agree fully with that. I think that would be
0: amazing. Yeah. Oh, and how much they'd have to pay him to do that oh, to get him out of his deal at the moment? Oh, a lot. He, he will be Multiple on an absolute millions. fortune. Absolute fortune, very very wealthy man. Uh, I mean, house uh, yeah. as well. Looking at the at the the standings, I mean, they're they're kind of in the bottom section where every point matters. You know, it, it's not inconceivable that that Hülkenberg could. Uh, could grab a point. I mean, you know, when Lando inevitably goes crashing off into Verstappen at turn one, that's going to free up <laughs> a positions at, at the very least. So, well, it'll free um, up. Uh, it'll free up a potential win for Piastri, which would be amazing. Oh, you know, yeah. we'll come to that. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's not not inconceivable. Uh, some just, they're, they're at the position where they can do some some wild strategy calls. I think it's supposed to be a fifty fifty chance of rain tomorrow. So you know, anything could happen. Um, it's just, it, I, I'd like to see them up, up higher, they definitely have the potential Like you keep seeing them getting into Q3 and thinking, ooh, ooh alright then, okay but yeah, then come it, the it end of the race interesting,
1: and Then yeah. suddenly we've ended up in the bottom you know, five, and what's going on there, you know, it's, yeah. it's such not, a shame
0: not, not once have they had a double point scoring race this year
1: that's tragic, that makes me very sad to be honest, I mean
0: eh. Uh, there's only been three races where they have scored points, to be fair. Yeah,
1: dare I say that, you know... Dare I say I sound like a bit of a broken record, but again, I think <laughs> this is just down to facilities and the fact that they've not really brought in any recent upgrades, have they?
0: I don't think they have, no. I don't think so,
1: so. I I think... The issue Haas has at the minute... I mean, at least this season, I know that they've got enough to meet the cost cap, at the very least. So... <laughs> I think the issue they have is they bring such a promising car into the season yeah. you know, that they've spent half the year essentially after the summer break just getting ready and then it just kind of drops off by the summer break the same thing happened last year where it was promising mm-hmm. very good and then suddenly just kind of dropped off and died and it's But that
0: could give uh, Nick de Reese his way back in <laughs> if, if they're <laughs> dropping down you know just a couple of extra couple of extra positions that he can point to um, and actually, thinking about it, we did um, we did skip over Yuki Sonoda, um, yes. which again another Q one exit, which not great, but it does make Nick DeVries look a little bit better. Though it was about half a second gap there. I mean, at the end of the day, in his rookie year, all he needs to be doing is matching Yuki Sonoda, right? Absolutely. But has he really yeah. been
1: doing yeah. that? No. Oh God no. <laughs> but, no, we've no, seen, no! We've seen some really promising performances by Yuki Tsunoda, and I've dare I say I I have felt this way about him since he had his opening race and he scored a point. I feel like Yuki Tsunoda has promise in him. You know, throw him in something, let's say like an Alpine, which this season has actually been pretty interesting to watch. Uh, I mean, they've not been very notable, but they've been you know scoring points regularly, actually getting into uh q3 with at least one of their cars almost every race i want to say Hmm. you know if you threw him into a good midfielder car like that not one at the very bottom imagine how well you could do
0: well i mean that's one of the interesting points for for discussion for um the the driver market for maybe not for this year but for next year or the uh, for the year after rather um obviously aston martin getting their new deal with honda Honda have stated a preference to have Yuki in the car if they can. Yep. Do we think I'd... two years or so, maybe? Is it 25, 26 that they're coming in Honda?
1: 26? I'd 20 say 26. The new regulations.
0: So it do would... we think maybe Yuki stay at, at Alpha Tauri maybe one or two more years, maybe a year as a reserve driver for Aston or some, something like that? Then Alonso can finally, you know. Rest in peace, or whatever
3: it he is. He's on- <laughs> How uh, old will he be then? Like, 50? <laughs> well, you know what? He's probably not too far off. Um yeah, he's probably
0: about 47, I think. God, he's... Uh, what is he now? Oh, he's 41, to be fair. he be mid-40s. But still, ah, yeah. you the, know...
1: You tell you what, the fact that he's performing this well at 41 years old... <laughs> I would say it's unprecedented. It's not unprecedented. <laughs> We've seen in the past you know older f1 drivers actually perform really well but there yeah. is that certain you know biological drop off where they just don't have the same reaction time anymore
0: well that's it and um, you know we've had grand prix winners who i think the oldest was something around 50 55 or so but that you know a different time a different time
3: um,
0: so. but we are looking at uh, alonso you know possibly at this rate becoming the oldest um, uh, winner of the modern era uh, I'd love to see him win tomorrow honestly I would same uh, I would think that'd be, be great it'd be beautiful but for, for Yuki I, I don't know I think he's definitely it, it feels like he's falling off it doesn't feel like he's making any progress at the very least I mean look, even looking at his stats actually for the, for the season 11-11 10-10 11-12 12-14 17 um, I get that Harry is a second string side you don't expect them to, to win you don't expect them to do the best but at the same time, you look back to Vettel; he won a race in a Toro Rosso. He um, he was carrying them. I think there was a season where they actually beat Red Bull uh, purely because you know he was doing so well. Granted, Red Bull this year is a rocket ship, but there must be something that he can do in that car. There are other rookies on the grid, and the AlfaTauri, you know, they do sometimes crop up in these q3s or at the very least late q2s but they don't seem to stay there they they always seem to have some sort of issues some sort of slip in the race spin maybe um there does seem to be a lot more driver error in in alfa they've become the hass
3: of the year if you want hey. So <laughs> um, throwing hands if we carry on like that <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, <laughs> you he's a Haas
0: Hass fan, he'll 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 throw a punch, he'll spin around, fall over on the floor, I'll be fine. You, uh, you better, <laughs> better, better, better meet you, dookie, right? You better uh, put oh, up yeah. your dukes, Dookie. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe fan. that's the that's the first time I've ever heard that, and that's not even As sarcasm. That is the first time. I refuse
1: to acknowledge that that's the first time. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. You you have actually come up with an original joke uh, involving my surname. Right, props, I, to I, wow. props to you. Yeah. Is- wow. Props Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't see that coming. Right. So we're moving <laughs> on. On, a, on the next episode
3: of Juking with Juki. Tell you what, that should be the name of this podcast. <laughs>
0: um, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I mean, obviously we've had... Um, uh, we've had Valtteri Bottas uh, get disqualified for be for being unable to provide a fuel sample. I think he actually his car just stopped working, didn't it? At one point, um, yes. Just was it just before the end of the qualifying session, or is I think it was
3: after the end of Q two. Uh, he ran out of fuel, couldn't return yeah. to the pits.
0: That was, oh yeah, and he was parked quite close, wasn't he? He was. Uh, he kind of wondered if he was going to try and get in there, but then he would have just blocked the pit lane and yes. that would have been even worse um, yeah so not great for him his time in uh, Q1 I mean it put him comfortably in the top of uh, top 15 um, I say comfortably he put him in the top 15 um, yeah. but obviously starting from the back now uh, and his teammate Joe Guanyu similar situation I think I know people keep saying that oh Joe is a great little driver he's doing so well in his, in his you know second season now is he?
2: Maybe
1: well, really. yeah, that's
0: an unpopular opinion, but...
3: No, I'd be willing to he's...
0: agree with you there.
1: It, it's... <sighs> he is I, I matching like...
3: Bottas. Yeah. Uh, they're very equal on points, like four and five points or something. Which that isn't is amazing. True. But that is true. He's not But thats true. They're not far off each other, so it's not like he's unperforming. I think it's just no. the team itself is just... You don't really see them, do you? No. They're just no, kind of it. like when... filler.
0: <laughs> they're there so that you know, like a yellow flag. Ah, oh, that's where they are. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're sort of the
1: Alpine of the uh, the lower end of the cars.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I hadn't actually noticed they were so close. To be fair, that's. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, fair. And we know that Valtteri Bottas can. You know, we know that he he can race. Um, yeah, grant, granted, he was the Perez of, of Hamilton, but like, you know, he Those did pick by up choice, wins. Really, and stuff. was it? No, no. Um, but yeah, you, you you know you saw him pick up race wins, so uh, I guess by that logic, maybe Joe could if he was in a in a better car. No, and he had a, a connection to I want to say the Alpine Academy, didn't he? Was he a, a Renault Junior maybe?
1: Potentially, yeah. Um, I wanted to say as well, wasn't it? Isn't it uh, Alfa Romeo that's going to be bought out by Audi in twenty twenty six? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting one to see because. Audi have expressed their opinion that they should have a German driver in their seat.
0: So are you thinking potentially either Mick or uh, or maybe even Nico?
1: I actually think it might end up... Nico Rosberg? Nico. <laughs> I don't think Rosberg's... Ever oh my back. God. Now, <laughs> hear me out here, right? Maybe
0: this is the copium talking here, but hear me out. Do you guys remember when Mercedes uh, took over Braun... And they brought back uh, Mi- uh, Michael Schumacher.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: Seb's not doing much these days.
2: <laughs>
1: well, it would be—I mean, it would—it would fit with Seb's sort of opinions, considering the fact that he—he he has basically just wants to. Well, for he wants to be in a car that's going to be championship contending if he races. He stated yeah. that with sort of part of the reason I think why he left Aston Martin, um, yeah. but also it would fit with, I don't want to say his agenda, it's not really an agenda, but he wants to sort of enjoy this the, the carbon neutrality of it, you know?
0: Oh, that's it. I mean, that that's part of the pitch that Audi could potentially give to him. But yeah. the problem is, what driver do they... Like, assuming that it is Vettel or, or whoever it may end up being, whether it's Mick or whether it's uh, Nico, I don't think there's any other German drivers coming through at the moment, is there? Mm. Um, he definitely so- wouldn't have... It, there's, there's probably some in the very low feeder series, but I can't think of any that are uh, that are high up at the moment.
1: Yeah. Now the nice thing will be for Mick, uh under Mercedes he will have accumulated a lot more experience. Yeah. I mean for sure. they did also, was it in Spain, put Mick out in the W fourteen?
0: Uh they put him out in the in last year's McLaren in Portugal last week as well. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you're thinking of or whether that's a different event, but no, yeah, he's I sworn he's been I saw, oh, he has been, been out been. and about.
1: I could have sworn I saw recently a video of him out in in the Mercedes. Oh, Q4 very team. possibly, so very possibly. He is clearly accumulating much needed experience, and I think that's going to be the main thing that um, Audi will be looking for. They will want someone with experience. So whether that's someone with experience that's still young that they can you know have race for them for a long time. Yeah. Or if they want to do the same as Hasp, maybe take Nico Hulkenberg or, fingers crossed, knock on wood, <laughs> uh, Sebastian Vettel. You know, oh, bring one of them be... into their teams. Oh. They've got someone to essentially coach whoever will yeah. be the second driver.
0: Now the other the other one that I've actually heard. I know this is this is not necessarily related to the British Grand Prix, and maybe we've gone very off on a tangent here. Oh, but, definitely. Um, Lando Norris was sponsored by Audi as a junior driver. Uh, and obviously has the connections with Andrea uh, Andrea Stella.
1: Yep.
3: Oh, yes. Uh, sorry, point.
0: Andrea Seidel, rather. Not, not Stella, Andrea sorry. And Seidel, who uh, would Seidel, be staying for... Who uh... would be staying, yeah. So, could we see Norris going there? Before today, I would have said potentially.
3: If McLaren but keep this if... pace, I'd say no. Yeah, if That's McLaren it. stay on
1: it like they, are been, like they have been today, like, let's say... Tomorrow, we see Norris get what we would all say is a much-deserved podium. Or Oh, if they stick oh please, win,
3: please. Please. Kev, you're going to make Dookie very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very comfortable, can say. Um,
2: but so
1: if, if McLaren are able to sort of now, having played catch-up for so long, if they're able to actually stay where they're at now, or even improve, I don't think we're going to see Landon Norris leave them anytime no, soon. No, no.
0: But I, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I think he's possibly got the option there, though, if they do sort of slide back into mediocrity for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, that's just just an, an interesting one that I saw thrown about the other day. Um, I mean, yeah, for, for Alpha, it's just kind of it's just kind of a run of the mill weekend so far, isn't it? Mm. It's, say,
1: you know, sorry. Uh, just remember, just to go back on Norris and McLaren. Yeah. He has his contract until the end of twenty twenty-five.
0: Yes. Oh, that's that is,
1: <laughs> in twenty twenty five. Things are going to get oh,
2: please, very God,
1: very interesting for drivers, you know. Like the driver transfer market is gonna go I think yeah. that's gonna be one of the best years we're gonna have because it's gonna be not just, you know, a major change in regulations like we had this uh, last year, sorry. Um it's going to be a complete overhaul of the sport in some ways, mm. so it's going to be very, very interesting.
0: I mean, on the idea of contracts, on the thinking of contracts, um, Russell and Hamilton both still yet to sign contracts this year. This is sort of the part of the year where you'd um, you'd expect it, wouldn't you? You know, yeah. this is this is the time that things happen. Sort of between between Silverstone and the end of the summer break. That's where. You figure out where you're going to be next year. Silly season. If not, you're leaving it too late. Yes, exactly. This is this is peak silly season.
1: Yeah, I, I'm honestly almost hoping. I mean, I know George Russell will keep going with McLaren, uh, McLaren Mercedes. Mm. I think that's a given. I'm almost hoping that Hamilton, if he just not isn't see if he just isn't seeing the pace he wants, that he yeah. goes, all right, that's it. I've had my time. I'm happy to leave. Maybe he'll stick on. I mean he's got such a good relationship with the Mercedes team, especially Toto yeah. Wolf. I think they would just hire him as an advisor, honestly, in help As a consultant, yeah. it
0: wouldn't surprise me if he buys a stake in the team. Exactly. I mean, and then oh, one of the other things I've actually heard in the past oh, there's two two other options I've heard of in the past that, that I think would be very interesting. Obviously, one is the Ferrari move. He's always wanted to join Ferrari. He said quite recently, I don't know why we never did. Uh, it just kind of never happened, you know, which is like a um, peak movie scene, teenage romance. Now they're in their thirties and they're both kind of a little bit old, got some battle scars, but you know, they're meant to be. Um, yeah. And the other one is setting up, there's a, a chap whose name I can't remember, um, who is setting up a Dubai based team that is going to be 50, 50 uh, men, 50, 50, uh, men and women. Um, and I think they're working in um, some, some not quotas, but you know they're trying to recruit from minorities. I could see him investing in that and becoming, a, not necessarily a team principal, but definitely something high up in that. That that definitely kind of seems you like what, it would suit his mantra.
1: Lewis Hamilton as a team principal sounds very interesting to me. Like, I would genuinely love to see that.
3: I'd be curious about that.
1: Because... If there's one thing Lewis Hamilton knows after... I mean, he's been racing since, what, 2008?
0: I want to say. Seven. He's been racing for most of his life. But well, I, no, in, in F1. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, in F1. In F1. So he's been racing in yeah. F1
1: since 2007, right? He's got so many years of experience. He's got uh, d- d- 16 years of experience now, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My math is right. Uh, he's got 16 years of experience. And not only just as someone who knows the cars inside out, but also as someone who knows the strategy and is constantly thinking about it, you know, I, I think he would actually make for an incredible team principle.
0: Uh, it would be very interesting to see how he treats the drivers over the radio.
3: Will he take
0: well, the Toto yeah. approach? <laughs> that's that's it. Or will he just be, um, you know, on the radio telling them that they're not getting enough, they're not they're not doing enough, rather than trying to baby them? Yeah. Um, would
1: he take the Toto approach, or would he take his father's approach?
0: Yeah, that that's it. Oh, that's ooh. it. That <laughs> I mean, that cuts a bit deep, but that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you know, they what, what, what did they qualify today? Seventh and uh, sixth, I believe. Uh, Seventh and. S- 6, yes, yes, George Russell 6, there we are. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of -of run-of-the-mill Mercedes at the moment, isn't it? 6 and 7.
1: It is, although it's made me like Mercedes more.
0: Oh yeah, they don't feel like such evil empire anymore, do they?
1: Yeah, Uh, it actually makes me genuinely like Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton more.
0: Oh my god, and the black car is so much better than the silver one.
1: Oh yeah, and it's actually yeah, got That's Why they said silver? Because silver yeah. is such a classic car color for Mercedes. I mean, when you think about that, but... when you think about a Mercedes, if you're gonna go buy a Mercedes, what's the color you're most likely to get it into? Uh, get it? In? Yeah, you will get it
0: silver, but exactly, you know, it
1: but could the be black chrome. looks so so good. It,
0: it, yeah, but, but I it refuse could be, to see it could any car in chrome. Iron
1: chrome Besides a McLaren, don't
0: don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna get there. This is all this is all part of the build up. <laughs> We've got about what, ten minutes or so left. We have only got two teams left to go to. It's just so, say, oh, McLaren! Oh man!
1: Well, shows the Less interesting one. There you go. Alpine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Alpine are weird. I, I Alpine. Gonna,
0: yeah. Never know what to think of them. Never know what to make of it. They will. Whenever someone says
3: uh, Alpine to me, I just think Australia. Because
0: they
3: crash
1: together. (laughs) Alpine, right? The actual cars the company makes, beautiful. The cars in F1 themselves, I feel like are almost the least notable or least noticeable cars, performance-wise and driver-wise. They're sort of, I want to say, almost sleepers. Because... they're good, right? They definitely fit sort of that best-of-the-rest mentality. I mean, Alpine are what? Uh, They're currently fifth in the driver's standings, so they're definitely doing pretty good. I mean, they're halfway to the top, right? And their drivers are by no means bad, you know? Uh, Esteban Ocon in ninth and Pierre Gasly in 11th in driver's standings. But it just feels like there's nothing to really say about them, and as no, they turn anonymous Jay, every week. You know, you think Alpine, you think Australia when they collided, because that was the only sort of interesting or dramatic thing that's happened with them. This hey, they year. got
0: they got a podium in Monaco. esty bestie, back on the podium, baby. Yeah, but, but
1: also you know, at the I, same I, time, I do agree. It's just like it came out of nowhere, seeing the the podium, and we've not really seen anything since. So it was like a one-off crazy thing, and then you know they went back to the sidelines
0: and this week this week oh sorry go ahead jay
3: yeah um they are kind of just the definition of average in
0: my opinion they're not
3: great they're not (laughs) crap they're just they're in the middle they're fifth in the standings in the middle their drivers are in the middle of the standings they've qualified uh, 10th and 13th for in the middle (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah you call quintessential bang average team
1: pretty much yeah i it must be a bit of a shame i mean i'm sure uh is it otmar Ott- Safnauer wants to you know expect more from them and i'm sure the drivers expect more
0: um but well the they've got time, their, their, their project hmm? they've got their project haven't they that was yep. it um they want to be winning winning races within a hundred Grand Prix that's it or, or something like that i't i'm not sure how far through that we are now, but i will say I'm um very happy for Pierre Gasly
1: I think Pierre Gasly was just not where he wasn't. It wasn't, at, uh, you know, it wasn't where it was at for him in AlphaTauri, and that's just because the AlphaTauri was has not really been very good in recent years. But the fact that he's managed mm-hmm. to make the move to Alpine is very good for him, and I am very happy for him about it.
0: Long term, it's definitely the right choice, and um, you know, there is the whole the dream of having the all French team is it's quite appealing. I mean, speaking as a non French person, um, it is it is nice to see um and uh, to be honest gasly and ocon i just like them both yeah they're Just as drivers characters. i like uh, as people yeah
1: and uh, yeah, as 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 the frenchman here as the french you know, <sighs> sort of authority in this in the situation i <sighs> i think it's great you know i mean why not french team french drivers not a french <laughs> owner but you know that's not the end of the world or well, not a french sorry <laughs> principal that's what i meant
0: yeah well he i mean he's definitely uh, doing well for them from from the looks of things, he's definitely doing. I mean, to be fair, actually, they were with Danny Rick, They were starting to do okay, and then when he left, and oh gosh, what was his name? The last principal. Oh, I couldn't remember. Was he a French Algerian sort of uh, chap? Oh my god, that's going to annoy me. We'll we'll come back to that, but um, you know, <laughs> since he since he left, um, they 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 did plummet. I mean, they McLaren. They were very locked horns with McLaren last year. This year they've definitely been ahead of, comfortably, for most of the season. Especially with the extra podium. But they... they like you say, they're just anonymous. That's it. Not particularly mm. interesting to watch. But you know who is interesting to watch now? Here we go. <laughs> go for it. It's well <laughs> Today, what we witnessed was... British racing at its best, at its finest. I mean, as long as we ignore Max Verstappen, but he's
3: yeah, not really yeah, a Red
0: Bull. He's not really, <laughs> and Red Bull's a British team as well, so. Um, <laughs> what we witnessed was Lando Norris, one of the most likable guys on the, uh, on the grid, and Oscar Piastri, a rookie in a McLaren. Which what was it? All the names that you guys are throwing at McLaren this year—the boat, the, the tractor. Oh, the you McLaren should send missile. the McLaren cars out to fucking uh, to Imola because you're, you know, <laughs> oh, it's a boat. <laughs> well,
1: to be fair, to be fair, <sighs> the, the McLaren Missile one actually was more towards you and uh, and yeah, Harry.
0: we don't need to go into that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but this time, but That's this time it's relevant. a
1: well-deserved title for the actual now. Team because my god they've come out of nowhere they're amazing my heart
0: when norris got uh, provisional p1 with a couple of minutes left to go my god i don't i was i was happy enough with him getting p2 i don't know what i actually would have done if he got a pole i mean as far as i'm concerned he did get pole um it's so nice to to see it's so i can't think of a more deserving driver personality wise at the very least um, to be and finally sorry
3: and talent he's very talented uh, uh, yes, yes. oh
0: yes yes that's the only thing that gets damaged isn't it whenever he, uh, whenever he judges his talent <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm so I even as a McLaren fan I'm so happy for him and for Oscar Piastri too what on earth have they put in this car with these upgrades? It's what the have they it's, done?
1: It's just purely it's the, the chrome. chrome. They've brought back purely. just the most beautiful part that I used to love about a McLaren oh, growing but, up yeah. was seeing this chrome and red Vodafone you know, card just absolutely blast everyone on the field. Yeah. This is back when, you know, I mean when I was watching this was when, um, when Hamilton and Alonso were teammates and it was yeah. just it was glorious. It was beautiful.
0: It is so, so nice to see. It's, Absolutely. um, and hopefully the Chrome, it, you know, in a world where everyone's trying to shave off as much weight from their car as they physically can by going for just the black carbon fiber, maybe that will make them think, Oh, maybe we can color the car. Maybe, maybe we can stop having everyone having mostly black with like a, a dark red tinge. Um, it, no, it's been, it was really good. They, they, they were incredible throughout the session. Um, I mean, free practice was nothing to write home about. You think, oh, okay, they had some upgrades, maybe we can get a few points in, but for second and third?
1: Yeah, it's a bit unbelievable now it's, that
0: it's all down to whether they can hold that in the race now.
1: Well, that's that's the main shame with uh, with what we've seen previously with you know good qualifying because it was in Spain, wasn't it, where uh, Landon Norris had oh. managed to come to third and then. Yeah. Right on race start, he just dropped immediately and... Uh, yeah. I, I oh, not sure <laughs> as well. To, yeah.
3: No, sure Norris finished
1: fourth, didn't he? He did. Uh, not finished, finished fourth, yeah. Following all the uh, the uh, yeah.
3: violations and all the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he he finished fifth <laughs> yeah. on the track and many, in the game one position. Do you, ma- do you know how many
1: violations there had been by the end? Over a yeah.
3: hundred.
1: Approximately one thousand two hundred oh track limits over seventy of laps. Over the seventy laps, that's so not that.
3: That means more than one cut per this lap might for wrong. every driver.
1: This might be wrong. I mean, I, I oh watched God. it on a I think it was an F one podcast now. I think about it, hmm.
3: but
2: <laughs> that's it's crazy. Incredible. That's an
1: average of seventeen violations per lap. Which My actually kind God. of fits. But that, <laughs> it makes
0: sense that it took them so long to, to work it all out.
1: Yeah, but that means that essentially if we even factor in... I mean, yeah, no. Uh, even even uh, Max Verstappen was showing the black and white flag. So yeah. factor everyone in throughout the 70 laps people, all 20 drivers committed
0: 60 violations each. And Lando didn't get a single penalty.
3: I and think Ocon called him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just, yeah. that's just back to the
1: typical Esteban Ocon ways. I mean, that was Bahrain as well. We got what, it was also thirty seconds worth of penalties towards the end, wasn't it?
0: Oh, but that wasn't track violations, was no. it That was um, failing no, it was to not. stop and speeding in the pit lane. And... Exactly. And, kept,
1: uh, it, it was, improper. It all kicked off yeah. because yeah. he didn't park properly on the lines before starting sequence and this and that. And, but yeah. it, it is the second time this season that Esteban Ocon has picked up. 30 seconds worth of
0: penalties. It's quite impressive. Absolutely incredible. And um, I mean, it's so good for Oscar as well uh, to show that he... I I know that um, Adams has been saying that that Oscar has been in the sim. He's been getting similar times to Lando. So the potential for him to... if, If they can get the car up to scratch, I'm not worried about Oscar hamstringing the team. Honestly, I feel never like mind, both of them can do it.
1: Never mind just the sim. We've seen it all season Oscar has been like re- regularly on pace with Lando Norris.
0: Yeah, it's just
1: always behind uh, not always behind. Yeah, him. Normally behind them, but always always the points position just don't count or two behind at most.
0: Yeah. I think it's Andrea Stella um said that he doesn't believe in unluckiness or uh, he doesn't believe in luck. But at the beginning of the season, I know the jokes were all there about oh, McLaren boat, <laughs> but they were so unlucky. Yeah, um,
2: yeah,
0: with with Bahrain with all the engine problems, and then at Saudi with Oscar getting was it Oscar getting clipped, and then it, it jumped, the, the the debris hit Lando. Like yep. you can't you can't predict that that no, sort of you thing. Um, and then I mean the the first race where neither of those things happened, Lando came in sixth. Uh, in Australia, and, and Oscar came in eighth. So, the McLaren hasn't been bad this year.
1: No, it's just had many un you know unfortunate sort of yeah. results. And it's nice to see the McLaren finally not actually be a boat, you know. Yeah,
0: hmm. I'm, I'm fully prepared for Lando to bomb it into Verstappen uh, turn one tomorrow.
1: I honestly, if it happens, I want them to but... DNF both of them. Just <laughs> oh so yeah, that, yeah. Just so that oh, Oscar, Oscar Fiastri can get. A win in his rookie
0: season. I mean, that would that'd be nice. That's essentially unheard of. Plus, that'd be kind of sticking it to the French in a in a way, you know. So, <laughs> <I'd>, uh, <laughs> um, I would British Grand Prix. <laughs> I might be
3: wrong on this, but I think the last time a rookie won in his first season was Lewis Hamilton in two thousand and seven. No, nope, it was uh, Max Verstappen. Was it not? No, he's he spent a whole year at uh, Toro Rosso before he won at Red Bull. Uh, okay,
1: yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yes. No although age, right? I mean to be fair Verstappen was still the youngest race winner he yes. was
0: yeah but not in his rookie season which no. is the key but no that's um, that is I'm so excited for the race tomorrow and yes. uh, now that we're getting close to wrapping up here I want to ask both of you uh, we'll start with Jay what are your predictions for tomorrow what do you think is going to happen
3: Um, but Max wins yeah. That's probably the easiest oh, prediction I've ever a made. Pop out answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that one's like basically guaranteed every weekend. Uh, okay. I think Perez will be top five because he always does well um, in the race, even if he qualifies badly. Because we saw that last weekend, he ended up third after starting fifteenth or something. And yeah. he's Starting fifteenth again. I think Albon will score points. Okay
0: okay I like that I like that one I, I hope he does it was such a shame to see Williams I know I, we've been over it so I won't I won't retread that ground too much but I would love for them to do well Williams has always been a second team to me um, I I would be so happy and Albon as well such a nice guy if he can get in there and get some points I would, I'll be thrilled for him yeah, and he's put himself incredible. in a good position for it as well uh, P8 is it uh, that he's qualified yep, P8. yep. he's in so, a good position He's yeah. beaten the Um yeah. yeah. Okay, well, uh, Pi, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'm calling Nico Hulkenberg to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on that bottom shelf... Uh... <laughs> Although I'm going to look like a right idiot now if, uh, if he does.
1: Oh, if he does, my friend, I have two halves of a bottle of whiskey, like two different <laughs> bottles of whiskey that are both half full. They will be empty.
3: Nice. Oh,
0: God. He's, he's um, the longest non podium streak,
3: isn't he? Yes.
1: Um, yes. I I will say though, copium aside, uh, I agree Max Verstappen will win. There is yeah. there's no reasonable manner in which he does not win the race, right? No. I'm no. I'm seeing. I kind of want to say Carlos Sainz P2 finish, unless Ferrari does their typical bottle job. But I think <laughs> I think Carlos Sainz has it in them. Uh, has it in him to actually finish fairly high. I'm going to say Lando Norris in P3. Yeah, that's that's, it. Considering his qualifying pace in Q3, he was only two-tenths off of Max Verstappen. Yeah. I think he's got the potential to be P3. We're going to see Pierre uh, Pierre Gasly. Sorry, I was just reading his name. we see Sergio Perez P4 followed by Charles Leclerc, then Fernando Alonso, uh... Then the both, both the Mercedes, I think, are basically going to be there, followed by Alex Albon. And
0: See, you've made even way too specific now. You're going to look like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, Jay I'm just so went uh, generic. Look,
1: I'm so ready to look either like a fool or to have the greatest prediction ever. No, if that you, would be a
3: very... If you get every single off. one, I will buy you a London Norris hat. That and I would, deserve I would it. gladly agree to that. <laughs> I would love Lando Norris. Hat. Oh God! I'll buy myself one as well, as so we can match. Perfect.
0: <laughs> and uh, for my own prediction here, I think I think it's obvious that Verstappen's going to win, barring some sort of act of God. Um, I can't, on, as much on. as I want to, <laughs> I can't see Lando and Oscar holding their positions. I wouldn't be surprised if Leclerc is up to at least third by the end of the first corner add up to at least second by the f- end of the first lap. That is how I'm seeing that. But anything, anywhere close is is a godsend for Lando and, and Oscar. L- Lando, I think, will, will obviously hold his position better. I think Oscar, Oscar's racecraft definitely still needs some work. He, he does tend to lose positions quite cheaply. But
1: I will say this is you know, proper serious. I think both McLarens are going to end in the points th- uh, tomorrow.
0: That'll be a good week. That'll be I, a good week. I genuinely
1: I don't think agree with both everyone. of them will pick up points. They've, whatever, barring a crash happened. <laughs> well, yeah, barring a crash with some awful engine failure, whatever else, I think we're going to see both of them in the points. And this is not the copium, this is genuinely off of just reading their Q3 times. They're so close together and they're still a decent little bit ahead that I think they're both going to really be able to hold on to points.
0: Yeah. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, that would
1: I, genuinely it, make my weekend.
0: Yeah. Uh, as as Lando Norris podium. Well, that's what though. I want to see. If I, if I can get my Lando Norris podium, I'll be happy. I can die happy. I know he's had podiums before, but, you know, But this one
1: would be such a well-deserved one because it'll be been, yes. what, two years yeah. since his last podium? Yeah. One. And uh, one, one,
0: yeah. Yeah, we, Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: of course.
0: And, yeah, it's... I, I'm i predicting that the British drivers are going to do well. I Hopefully, think yeah. they are all... I mean, even counting Albon, who I know he races under Thailand, but he is, he is British. Well, he is
1: half British, is he not?
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, I think I think we're Willing quite well placed. Willing to he has a blue passport. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he just went for Thailand for the extra sponsorship, didn't he? That was his unique selling point when he was <laughs> uh, selling yes. himself to sponsors.
1: That plus, I mean, it, it's cool to see you know, a a Thai driver on the grid. I mean, you know, yeah, that's good for them in today's day and age, something that's always important, especially, I mean, this is maybe a bit of a, you know, more cynical view of it, but especially for advertisers and such, it's such an important thing to see a diverse uh, grid that it's very good of him just to actually, you know, represent his country.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we've, uh, we've gone just over an hour here, but um, I think we'll call it there. Thank you both for joining me for this um i'll get it uploaded asap um uh, we're looking forward to a really good really good race tomorrow last year was incredible uh so with any luck we've got the potential for some uh, some rain to add in a bit of jeopardy as well we could be in for the race of the season so uh we'll aim to get a follow-up video out tomorrow maybe on monday after the race and uh, yeah hopefully see you soon thanks both for joining me
1: thank you thank
0: you for having us oops (laughs) all right (laughs) we'll see you all next time